Welcome to Knitting a Story, a podcast by two crazed knitters. I'm Jem. And I'm Lex. Welcome to our story pod, friends. We've got episode 39, Everywhere I Look is Vanilla. So this week we got Off the Needles, Show Me Your Knits, When Good Knitting Goes Bad, Knitting in the Wild, Stuff I'm Watching on the Internet. Excellent. It's been a while. It has. Good to be back. It is good to be back. All right. So let's start with Off the Needles. Okay, that's you. All right. First. Okay, me first. Sweet. So, Christmas time, since I realized it hasn't been since Christmas since we podcasted. Right. I uh, I was going to see the family at Christmas. I thought, I have to have knitting. Good old Felicity saved the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Christmas uh, colorway from Knit Picks. Perfect, perfect. And, uh, yeah, so just my standard sock. Right. But this time I changed it up a little bit. I didn't put a ripcord in for the afterthought heel. Yeah. So, I'm going to have to get you to help me. And we're going to sit down and do the heel, where we do the snip and and pull it apart. Yep. So, yeah. They're just sitting there with little toes on them. Uh, I'm hoping that they're going to be long enough. Or you got to find someone that doesn't have a heel. Just (laughs) just has little pointy feet. (laughs) Is it Chinese foot binding? You just... No, they they still had heels. They just had other (laughs) issues. Tiny feet. Yep. Yeah, so loved it. Loved the Felici. Still very upset that... Nitpicks, it had it back for a little bit, and I should have ordered some. And you didn't, and now it's gone? Yes, it's oh, gone again. That sucks. Mm-hmm. So what are you working on? Um, oh, well. Um, so off the needles, I finally, finally dun, 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 finished dun. the socks I was knitting for my husband that I've been <laughs> knitting forever. Drum roll. <laughs> um, so they're done, done, done. They were for Christmas. haha. <laughs> One of them was ready for Christmas. The other one, not so much. So then I said, my husband goes ice fishing. So I said, well, first I said, I'll have them ready by my birthday. Okay. And my birthday is like two weeks after Christmas. So I was thinking, I only have one sock in it. Right. Yeah, but. That didn't sock, happen. Right? Did, well, whatever. It didn't happen. <laughs> and then I said, okay, well, he goes ice fishing every year. So I said, I'll have it ready for you by the Derby. And that has happened because I finished it two weeks ago, I think. And I literally ran upstairs and threw them at him. <laughs> As and he was running out the door for the fishing derby? No, he hasn't oh. gone yet. Okay. <laughs> so I, I met that deadline, but it was funny because um, I lost one sock. Oh. And I couldn't find it. And I was looking <sighs> for it because I wanted to see how long I had knit the foot on that one, right? And I couldn't find it. And I looked everywhere. And I was, like, tearing the place apart. And I was panicking. Yeah. And so my husband came home. And I'm like, have you seen the other sock? And he points at the couch. And he's like, you mean that one right there? <laughs> And he pointed at the sock I've been looking for forever. And I was like, yeah, that one. Because you put it somewhere safe. I put it so somewhere. Find it. I put it somewhere where I would knew where it would be. And the socks are awesome. And the socks are awesome in case, well, it looks like it came through on the Yay. thing. So he loves them and he can wear them ice fishing like I promised. Yay. <laughs> so it only took two deadline changes well, for that to happen. It was still technically... No, you couldn't even be the Christmas season. It was this no. winter. It was in the winter, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it was in the winter time season. Okay. okay so, yeah, yeah, they're done. And they were uh, a mashup of Hermione's Everyday Sock and Mr. Pitt's Mr. Pitt Socks. Okay. So, so what do you think of the Hermione Everyday now that you've done two very pairs? large socks of them? They're not... They're not hard. They're okay. definitely not hard. And it's an easy, easy pattern to mm-hmm. memorize. Totally easy to memorize. Um, you have to really like purling. Oh. Because there's a lot of purling. Like okay. it's, 
Yeah, it it takes a lot of purling. Eh, I've done them twice now. I probably won't do them again. I, I might do another pattern with purling in them. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm done with that pattern for right now. But it's totally easy pattern to pick up. And you can be like, I have no idea what row I'm on. And you just look at your previous row. Because mm-hmm. like one row is a knit, everything okay. row. And then the next row, there's pattern. a purly here and there. Okay. And, and it's going to be pattern, right? Yeah. So you, and you can't just go got to figure it out. And I just got sick of it halfway through the sock. And I was just like, oh. How many stitches? It was in like 72? No, or? it was like 80 or 84 oh. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a big sock. Yeah, so it's almost one and a half lady socks, just in considering <clears throat> the roundness, right? Yeah. So it it's had I done another pair for for me, mm-hmm. I probably would have another pair in me. Okay, but I don't right now. <laughs> it's too soon. <laughs> it's too it's soon. too soon. But it's not the pattern it's dead that to me. No, it's not the pattern that traumatized me. I think it was just the size. Yeah. So I mean, the last pair of socks I did for him, I did in a like a rib stitch so i mean it's not like it was terrible okay yeah yeah good to do good to be done it's good to be done (laughs) it's good to have that off my plate i know right okay so that's all i have finished (laughs) i finished my star shower yes star shower cowl right (laughs) by hillary smith callus there we go (sighs) (sighs) i did that one out of uh, manos de uruguay fino in kind of a bluish silver colorway yeah Love it. Good. I haven't blocked it yet. Yeah. And I have a lot of yarn left over. So I don't... I don't remember the first time I did it having a lot of yarn left over. Well, how much was... Maybe the skein was bigger than it the last was. one? It was. It was quite a bit bigger. So now you can do matching gauntlets. That's what I was thinking. Something nice to go with it. But it's it's beautiful. Like, it's the Manos de Uruguay is... It's a single. And it has a bit of a halo to it, which is beautiful. Yes. Yep. And... I've knit out of that one, and it's nice, yeah. I can't wait to block it. Just, I got so much, and I still get so much use out of the other Star Shower one that I've done. Yeah. You can make, here, you can make yourself a little cup cozy. Ooh. Imagine going, running for the train with your little cup cozy that matches your cowl. I don't, I don't carry coffee on the train. I stand every day. Uh, Okay. Uh, And I'm not coordinated enough to hold my purse (coughs) and and a drink and onto the, uh, the handle. I wish I was. I see people with coffee and I'm like, you jerks. You just got to get yourself a really good mug that like seals. (laughs) Did you, you must've seen the hats that you put beers or pops oh, into Oh, that's what you need. <laughs> straw. Yeah. The, Could you imagine somebody getting straw, on yeah. with a coffee hat? The, <laughs> hmm. If I took the train, I would invest in that. <laughs> but then people might jump you for your coffee. Yes. So yeah, I, don't know, people, I don't know that I would do that. Might not be very safe. <laughs> Forget the spilling. Yeah. It might not be safe to have it on your head. Hot coffee. Mm. <clears throat> I have to think about yeah maybe there'll be a picture someday <laughs> oh jeez scald burns on my face oh god maybe not <laughs> oh, maybe maybe, maybe we'll skip that one mm, maybe fingerless mitts or something will be more practical yeah okay show me your nets what are you working on okay so i after i finished the husband socks i was like i have to cast on something right now mm-hmm. or it's just not gonna happen so i cast on the only thing I could mentally handle. <laughs> I cast on another pair of socks for me, and they're vanilla. 
Okay. By vanilla, I mean they are stocking it all the way. Oh, yeah. And it, I'm knitting them out of fleecy. Yay. Because you gave me some fleecy a long time ago, and I think it was the colorway is like afternoon delight or something. It's very pastel-y. Okay. And very springy colors. Yeah. And I've just had enough of winter and had enough of the brown that Calgary is, and I'm just done. Mm-hmm. So I was like pastel colors and blue and you know even the even the brown is pastel and looks like chocolate ice cream so i'm like totally okay. totally down with this and i'm doing a contrasting cuff heel and toe what are you using for contrast black okay well, so it's very like, pop yeah Ta! <sighs> and that's what i wanted they're sort of dramatic springtime socks if that's such a thing exists no i I feel the same way right now, where I just want color. Yeah, I'm just tired of this dreary drudginess. And I, it's like this all the time in February and March. It just kind of... But don't we usually have snow covering up all the brown? Nope. Like, no? Nope. Okay. You want to imagine that we do? Because I was always like, oh, last year was always brown. But in reality, it's always like this. Is it really? We'll get some snow, yeah. But yeah. we like to pretend that last year was better, but it really wasn't. <laughs> We're the optimists, right? It'll be better next year because last year was better. However, I should say that the reason it's brown is because it's been so warm it's so that all warm. the snow is melted. So that's not a bad thing. We haven't been getting 500 centimeters of snow, knock on wood. Yeah. You know, and we haven't been getting like massively like minus 35 for three weeks straight. So that's, that's good. Yeah. Like when I was in Mexico, it was 10 degrees in Calgary. So it's yeah. 10 degrees in Calgary and only 24 in Mexico. Yeah. What's the point of going? I know. Might right? as well have stayed here. I know. It's only worth going to Mexico if it's like minus 30 here and you're like, ha suckers. Yeah. I just went up 40 degrees. Not yeah. I went up 14 degrees. Yeah. So I just needed to break from the gray and, and the brown. Be- and because we're uh, Westerners, we got to poke fun. <laughs> we're warmer than Toronto. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Toronto. 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 We're warmer than Toronto. <laughs> warmer than most of the eastern seaboard. <laughs> Though I guess I guess we can't talk because it's going to get cold. It was beautiful 12 degrees today. Okay, when you say it's going to get cold, you're talking like minus 8. Yeah, that's not cold. Minus is 8 is not very cold. I mean, it's chilly and not what I want. Yeah. But it's okay considering it's still February. I know. I haven't worn any hand knits this February. Like maybe in the morning when it's still cold at minus 2. Ooh, yes, Ooh. chilly. I have worn hand knits because I uh, got a pair of uh, hand knit. I didn't make them. <laughs> hand knit fingerless gloves. Finally, I have a pair. Yay! I took somebody else making them for me. <laughs> but I have a pair now and I wear them in the morning when I'm driving. Do it keeps you? my hands warm. What yep. color are they? They're the pinky purple. They're variegated, so they're pink, purple, white-ish. Okay. I don't know. I love them. Yeah. Whatever. They're so awesome. It's even better because you didn't have to I make did, them. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought... See, sometimes, guys, when you think about something hard enough, <laughs> it comes true. Case the, in point. I thought the about... The knitting elves, mainly Mrs. S. Mrs. S, yeah. <laughs> the knitting elf, Mrs. S, <laughs> made me a pair of fingerless, fingerless mitts. So or gloves or whatever. Oh, whatever they're called. I don't know. I guess if it it's doesn't really matter. Individual finger? Are they gloves? And if it's no, they're mitts. Then okay. But hey, whatever. Hey, you've got fingers. They were. They're awesome. They keep me warm. They're a great little color, and they're they're a pop of color. Because I have either I wear a leather jacket, which is black, mm-hmm. very stylish, but black, or I have a black and white plaid jacket. So okay. I'm not very colorful in the jacket department. So. Mm-hmm. I can accessorize. 
that's usually what I do. Like, yeah. it seems like all my clothes are black, and then I have pops of color, usually with hand knits. Yeah, it works. So, mm. think about it hard, and you'll get it. <laughs> that's my story. <laughs> so, I'm working on vanilla latte socks. It's a... What's pattern. that? Vanilla? Yeah. Vanilla? I am shocked. Vanilla. I know. There's a certain theme here. <laughs> That and Felici. <laughs> yes, and I have out joined. Felici. I have joined the Felici train. And what do you think now? Oh, Felici, I like it. Why I love them? It's great because I. So when I was doing this vanilla, the, I don't usually do vanilla socks because I usually pick like something interesting. Right? Something interesting because I usually pick like a solid color or a very. And I was just like, no, I can't knit like red socks that are just red. Mm-hmm. They have to be red with a pattern or red with pattern and shiny silver yeah um but then i was i looked at this and i was like nope i don't want to do any pattern i just want to see stripes and it'll keep me entertained enough because the color will keep changing totally right and it's stockinette right and it's stockinette and it's easy some of us only have bearing width for stockinette right now yeah well these socks come back to haunt us later on in this episode don't <laughs> oh, you worry no. <laughs> so tell us about your vanilla latte socks it is a free pattern by virginia rose jeans and there have got to be, I believe it's like 5,000 people, or there's 5,000 projects on Ravelry. Yeah. So you have to imagine, let's say 50% of people post their projects on Ravelry. Right. So at least 10,000 people. And it is awesome for self-striping sock yarn. Is it? It is. And it's knit one row and then an easy pattern the next row, and you just brrr, all the way down it. I was looking at the some of the featured pro, uh, project pictures that she mm-hmm. puts up how many peas can there be <laughs> and um i saw that some of people had done it with not a self striping but with like a really crazy modeled variegated color mm-hmm. and it still looked like the the pattern was a little bit lost but you could tell there was something there and there was some interest it's texture right it's texture and it's not really a pattern it's not like here's oh, a I picture of a cat yes <laughs> you know because you'd never see that in some of these colors but it's just sort of like a, oh there's something interesting going on here but not so much that it's competing yeah it was really cool looking yeah I, maybe that'll be the next thing it's a good pattern i totally recommend it to anybody that just you know if you've got a little bit more brain span than just vanilla and but you don't have enough to do anything amazing yeah like i gotta say i really miss lace knitting but do I, you? I do not have it in me right now. I couldn't. I couldn't even fathom it. I miss. Comp- like I think this summer I'm gonna have to do some like crazy complicated li- <laughs> Orenburg lace, yeah, or something. Yeah, but I just can't. I have right now in my knitting bag, ready to go, like literally <clears throat> ready to go yep. with the yarn, the pattern, and the needles. It's uh oh man, it's a Martina Bem pattern brickless that she did. Okay, yep. It's got like a. A lace section, a garter rib section, and a... Something else. Maybe a stockinette section. Yep. And I'm like, I can do this. But that's about it. But literally, I bought all the... I had everything ready to go Sunday. I haven't been able to even pick it up. Oh, like, well, I'm like, oh. In a couple of weeks, things will settle down for you. Yes. Yes, sometime. Probably so, May. Yeah. But that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. Totally doable. Yeah, so it was my Mexico knitting. Okay. And so we're sitting at <clears throat> dinner because we like to go to all-inclusives. And I'm knitting away and knitting away because everybody's kind of chatting and stuff. And the the server was like, what are you doing? 
And I'm like, I'm making a sock out of wool. And it's 25 degrees yeah. outside. Yeah, because we don't all live in nice warm climates. I know, but afterwards he like came up and shook my hand. He must have a knitter in the family. and Yeah, and not, not all parts of Mexico are so warm. That's true. There are mountains. Yeah. And the higher up you go, the colder it gets. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's where he's from. Yeah. And well, for me as a Canadian, 24 is warm, right? Oh, like yeah. It's not that, that's sm- smoking hot. But that's it's summertime. Warm enough. That's summertime weather. And the poor locals were <clears throat> freezing. <laughs> I love going to warm places <laughs> that I consider warm. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I was was in San Francisco, and it was like 15 degrees. Not so hot, but but warm, I had left minus 15 here in May. Minus 15 in May, that sounds about right. No less. And I was like, oh yeah, this is great. You're you're up 30 degrees. I had light jacket on, and I was good to go, you know, and everybody else was like, how are you wearing that? It's so cold. (laughs) And I'm like, not really, but okay. Yeah, yeah, come to Canada. I'm from Canada. Oh. (laughs) That's all I got. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh man. Yep. Oh, goodness. So when good knitting goes bad, let's bring this back to your <coughs> vanilla sock. Right. Okay. So I'm knitting away, right? And I get uh, the whole leg of my sock done. Perfect. Okay. Looks good. Then I'm going to do the heel flap in black. Because so, mm-hmm. I, I briefly considered just doing the whole tube and then doing the afterthought heel. But I think the problem I have with the afterthought heel is that my instep is way too big for an afterthought heel. Like, it just doesn't fit right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just all tight and weird. So, question for you. When mm-hmm. you do your afterthought heel and you pick up all your stitches, do you do a couple of rounds before you start the decreases? Yeah, and even then. And even then, hey. No, it's just, it's just not good. So I was like, no, I'm just going to do a heel flap. You know, I've tried the afterthought heel. I liked the way I found to do it. I don't like the way it fits. Mm -hmm. That's just my thing. So I'm going to do a heel flap. Okay. No problem. (laughs) So I pick up my my black yarn, right? Mm -hmm. And I... I start knit, knitting away, and I'm. I decided I was going to do a different kind of heel turn this time. Usually, I do a what they call a square heel. Okay. And this time, I was going to do a V heel or a handkerchief heel. I don't know. Oh. It's from if you Google heels by number, mm-hmm. it'll give you like a bazillion different heel things to do, and it'll say if you have X number of heel or of stitches, knit across blah, then slip slip knit and it gives you a, mm. anyways it gives you a bunch of techniques and that's what i use so i was gonna do this perfect so i'm starting to go and i'm knitting across and i'm you know ssking and i'm purling and i get about a third of the way through this heel turn mm-hmm. when i realize i actually i haven't really knit the flap yet <laughs> i just went from leg to heel <laughs> There is no flap. And I'm looking at this. I'm like, why does this look so weird? Right? Like, it shouldn't look so weird. And then I was like, oh, man. There's no heel flap. At all? No heel flap. Nope. None. It was just like a heel (laughs) coming out of the leg of my sock. Okay. So, rip it back. Right? I'm like, whoa, okay. Obviously, that's not good. So, I rip it back. You know? Mm -hmm. It, I wasn't. I was only a third of the way in. It wasn't terrible. It was yeah. just not good. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so I'm like, all right, we got to do this again. So then I pick up all my stitches again, right, and I start knitting in the black. 
And then I realize I'm not – I when I do my heel flaps, I like to do like a slip one, knit one, slip mm-hmm. one, knit one. Me too. And then purl the back row, right? Yeah, and then purl the back row. Yeah, haven't done that. I've just been knitting back and forth. <laughs> so we now I have named garter this stitch. episode when heels attack. <laughs> so then I've got <laughs> so then I've got this garter stitch heel, and I'm like, this is stupid. So I rip it back, oh, no. and I'm like, all right. So get all my my stitches again. This happens over a course of a couple of days. P.S. I couldn't handle all this at once. <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, I'm gonna knit a heel flap, and it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be <laughs> slip one, knit one, perfect. So I pick all my stitches up, and I start knitting. And then I realize when I get to the end of the first row, I don't have enough stitches. Or I have too many, like one too, I either have one too few stitches or one too many. Because I should be ending on a knit one, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I'm ending oh. on a slip one. And I'm like, this isn't right. I always end on a slip one. Oh, I always end on a knit one, and then I slip the first of the purl row. Oh, maybe that's what I do. I start with a slip one, and I end on a knit one. But anyways, so this didn't happen for me, and I was like, I've either got one too many or one too few. Yeah. So I count them all, and I have one too few. And I was like, where did this other stitch go? (laughs) Because I counted when I divided the stitch, you know, to make sure that it was correct, and it was. Yeah, and with Magic Loop, you can just do 32 and 32, right? Exactly, right? And that's what I had done, and it was perfect, and I had checked it several times. And then I was like, well, either I'm crazy and I can't count, or I don't know. So I just decided that I was crazy and I couldn't count, so I just made another stitch. No big deal. (laughs) I just picked up one and created the stitch out of nothing. Fake it till you make it. That's how we like to roll. Perfect, right? So I purl back, and I'm going to start the next knitting row. Mm -hmm. Lo and behold. There's your stitch. There's the extra stitch. (laughs) At the beginning of the other rope, and I guess through all of my ripping back and craziness, I had forgot the stitch. So, what do I do? <laughs> you think, oh, she must just rip back because she's only three, three two rows. Two together. She's only two rows into this into this heel flap. Yeah, right. What big deal? You've already ripped this thing apart five hundred times. Nope. I picked it up. Pick up the stitch because I don't want it unraveling on me. I picked mm-hmm. up the stitch and just stick it on the other needle. <laughs> it was like to hell with this. <laughs> And I just kept going. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Well, at least this is talking that, so it's not like you're messing patterns. Or yeah, anything, I'm not. Right? I'm not messing a pattern up. And I was like, yep. You know what? No, I am done ripping this heel back. So now I'm doing the heel flap, and it's uh, going a lot better. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, it's uh, it's much better now than it was. Third time was the three point five. Was almost times? the charm. It was almost the charm. It was close enough to the charm that I made it the charm. Oh my goodness. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, just an easy vanilla sock. Mm-hmm. 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 That's how much the brain is not computing. Yeah. Because at first I was like, wow, this just looks really weird. I'm like, oh, well, I just haven't knit a, like, turned a heel in a long time. Yeah, yeah. well, maybe if you don't have a heel flap, <laughs> things start to go a little crazy. Just saying. Yes. Because I, I definitely need a heel flap. <laughs> I don't I'm know. just trying to picture it in my mind. It was it was terrible. Like I and but it took me so long to figure out what I was looking at and why it was wrong. Like because I knew technically it was wrong. the component was right. Oh, the, I the uh, heel turn obviously was fabulous. The turn was fabulous. <laughs> Had there been a flap attached to it, life would have been good. Life would have been great. 
Because I, because the other part of me, I was doing the contrast heels because I'm like, oh, if I wear the heel out, I can just take out the con, you know, the contrast and just knit mm-hmm. a new one, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then I'm looking at this. I'm like, how the hell would I do that? Well, because you need to do the rest of the heel flat. That's how. Mm-hmm. Dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so knitting in the wild. Yes, this is you. That was me in Mexico. Woo! So in Mexico. In what's, Mexico. What's going so on? So I'm there? sitting there knitting my sock and watching my child play in the pool and. I get up to do something and I turn around and a lady literally 10 feet away from me has got a sweater that she's working on. Sweet. So I was like, I'm the biggest geek. I'm like, I brought my knitting too. (laughs) And I yell this out. And she was like, yeah. I was like, I'm just going to put How can people not share our enthusiasm about this stuff? Like I almost ran over and high-fived her. I would have high-fived you back. (laughs) I know, right? Maybe thought you were a little crazy, but I would have gotten over that. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, knitters. Knitters, right? You should have been like, actually, I co-host a knitting podcast. I know. But I could have played it cool and been like, hey, I got my knitting too. Instead of my squeal. No, we're two crazed knitters. (laughs) Did you miss that part of the intro? (laughs) Yeah. So what pattern was it? I don't know. I didn't even approach her. I was so embarrassed (laughs) by my really loud squeal and her... Yeah. Her look of, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> that I was like, oh, She's probably man. thinking, man, I came to Mexico to escape all my knitting friends. <laughs> I know. This isn't working for me. Uh, so, I... Oh, well. Yeah. It was, it was okay. What color was it? It was green. Oh, yeah. But, like, I gotta commend her level of commitment. Like, I had a little sock. I couldn't imagine having a sweater. Mind you, it wasn't hot. Depending yeah. upon where you're from. Yeah, I guess. I you know. know, so... Who knows? Yeah. But That's... then I kept looking for her and I didn't see her again. I mean, <laughs> she escaped. <laughs> oh, jeez, here comes that crazy girl again. Quick, run away. Yeah, I'm just going to slide my my uh, project back in my purse. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, yeah. Poor lady. And then, so, in Mexico. Yes. You are allowed to fly in with metal needles. Yes. But you are not allowed to fly out with metal needles. Okay. And luckily I knew about this because our friend, Miss J, went down and tried to come back with her knitting needles, and they wouldn't let her on the airplane with her metal knitting needles. Which is crazy. I know, right? okay. So I got smart, and knowing this, I actually remembered to bring wooden double points, and they let me on. Nice. Yes. Nice. That's sweet. Because this is a five, well, it was a six hour flight back and I couldn't imagine not having at least a little bit of knitting, right? Just a little comfort knitting. Something to hold on to. And so stuff I'm watching on the internet. Okay. So uh, when I should be doing homework Mm -hmm. and studying, Mm -hmm. sometimes I watch Netflix instead. I know. They should ban students from Netflix. Or you'd be allowed to set a timer that says, shouldn't you be studying? That would be great. I wish I could set a timer and be like, I'm allowed to watch, but this would screw over my husband who also is on the account. <laughs> yeah. I'm allowed to watch two hours a day. Well, he'd probably watch two hours and be like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> why does Netflix keep turning off? <clears throat> why, why, yeah, what the hell is happening? What is this pop-up that says you should be studying? <laughs> yeah. That's Yeah, I'd have to get my own account at that point. Mm-hmm. But anyways... So I've been watching a lot of things, and I really got into this uh, show, which I found out later ends at the end of season two, which I've finished, Oh. because I guess it didn't get really good ratings when it was on TV. Anyways, oh. it was called The Paradise. Okay. And it's about, it's like, um, 
it's, it's about the beginning of a department store in London. Okay. Basically, is what it's about. <clears throat> so, you're like, what? I don't want to watch this. <laughs> but it's, yeah. really, it's really, really cool because, like, this is when, like, the department store was a totally, like, novel idea. Like, this used to be when, you know, you would go to the hat shop, and then you would go to the dress shop, and then you would go to the shoe, the cobbler, and then you would go to this, right? And this, oh, okay. this guy... It's your first big box <clears throat> store. Yeah, basically, this guy had mass... Pr- this is when... Um, like the Industrial Revolution was happening, and there was mass-produced fabric and mass-produced dresses, right? Hmm. So goods were getting cheaper. So you didn't need to go to the dressmaker to have a dress made for you. Mm-hmm. You could order the dress in a size whatever. <laughs> Similar right? to what you are. Yeah, right? So it was like this big thing, and it full of drama and stuff. And there's also some knitted items, mostly okay. shawls. Hey. But, and I, like, there's not, they're not like, hey, look at this knitted item, but... People are just wearing them. Yeah. So it's just sort of there as a backdrop. So that was, that's the knitting interest in that show. And it's also based off of a book by Emile Zola called, I believe it's called The Lady's Paradise. Okay. Uh, which I found out and then remember having read about thir- 15 years ago in some English class I took in university and I hated it. The book or the English class? Both. Oh. Yeah, I was like, this is the worst book ever. But the, the TV adaptation, brilliant. Really? Oh, I yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not a fan of French literature translated into English. I don't know. Hmm. Or but maybe you weren't in the right headspace. Probably not. Like, I was 18. Yeah. I didn't really care about that kind of stuff back then. <laughs> I was very self-centered. Hmm. So, As anyways. most 18-year-olds are. Yeah. So, anyways, good TV show. It's by the BBC Family friendly, no no concerns. Uh, if there's kissing, I would say it's at most PG thirteen. At most PG thirteen. But I mean, like like this is back in the eighteen hundreds, so it's not like we okay. were doing crazy things. There's okay. some suggestive things, but nothing terrible at all. Okay, you know, I mean PG thirteen at most. All right, at so nothing most. too risque, but not necessarily. It depends on your kids. Yeah, depends on your kids. You know, if they're not if they're not super perceptive about these kind of things, yeah, you probably watch it no problem. Okay. You know, I don't know. And then <clears throat> the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> so I found out uh, last year, last in the fall, that this was on uh, Netflix. I think all the seasons are on Netflix. And I remember okay. when this came out in two thousand that I liked this show. So I was like, I'm going to watch the and you know, but. I'm not very good at watching a show when it comes on TV at the time it's supposed to come on TV. So I'll miss like three or four episodes. And so I'm like, I'm going to watch this whole thing from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, And it does have, at one point, I have no idea what season it was, but they have a -a (laughs) knit-a-thon. This this crazy, it's like this crazy small town. They have this knit-a-thon and it's in like November and they're all freezing because it's in Connecticut. I mean... They pretended they were freezing. Okay. And so that was like, and they talk about knitting here and there, and they talked about like getting, um, getting sponsored by the skein and. Oh. They're practicing their knitting and one person's like, I'm just knitting. And they're like, what are you making? Nothing. I'm just knitting. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Cool. (laughs) That's cool. It's a crazy little town. That's cool. That's cool. And, uh, but man, I just like to say that this show reminds me how much things have changed in 15 years 
Yeah, it has been 15 years. It has been 15 years because they all start and they're all just saying, oh, you should get a cell phone. Oh, you should get a cell phone. Because this is when cell phones really started to become smaller yeah. and accessible mm-hmm. to everyone. I know because I got my first cell phone in 2000. <laughs> And it was a brick. It was a Nokia, and it was like, like this brick. It wasn't the flip? No, it no? was a brick Nokia. And I <laughs> I updated it. Yeah. I got a different keypad. It was like a rainbow keypad. And oh, a, man. And a red sparkly Body shell thing. Yep. <laughs> and that was like, and it was, and everybody had these crazy phones. Or they had the flip phones. And you could play one game on it, and that mm-hmm. was Snake. Mm-hmm. Right? And now, here I am, you know, with my fancy smartphone, and I'm computing things, and I'm Facebooking, and whatever. The, <laughs> Search and rabbit. Doing everything but calling people. <laughs> right? Yes. And, and, like, and it's only been 15 years. And yeah. we're getting, so I'm far enough in the seasons that in TV land, we're in 2006. We're still not at smartphones. Hmm. Yeah think about that how quickly we have become addicted to smartphones and they have not been around for very long i think i got my very first iphone in gonna say oh no it was oh eight yeah and so that was what seven years ago that was not very long no and and now look at us isn't that i don't know it just totally makes me think about like wow like that is actually really like i remember having my nokia and I remember upgrading. And I remember for a while the the trend was to go really small. Because I remember in university, mm-hmm. my, friend, black phone. my friend had this phone and it was like smaller than a business card. And we were mm-hmm. all super jealous of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was ridiculous to operate because the buttons were tiny. <laughs> but we were all like, oh, that's so cool, right? So small. And you could slip it in your front pocket. And it was like, wasn't even there. It was great. And we're all like, ooh. And batteries lasted for days. You would go for days without charging your <laughs> phone and you could make phone calls. It was fine. Yeah. And so then all of a sudden we went to these smartphones and now we want bigger. And now we have like phablets. Phablets. Which are like giant phones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Slash tablets. Like they're really big phones, really small tablets. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. And I was just like, I don't know if I could hold that up to my ear. It's like holding up a Kleenex box. <laughs> and you can get a phone that is waterproof. <clears throat> yeah. And so anyways, that has nothing to do with knitting. <laughs> and back to the went, knitting podcast. Went on, went on a tangent there about cell phones, but just think about how relatively short of a time we've had cell phones that have been easily accessible. I don't know. My dad had a cell phone. Uh, my like dad the, had the brick. In the 90s. Yeah, me too. And it was huge and horrible and the data and the plans are terrible oh yeah it was like three dollars a minute yeah he's like don't call me whatever you do don't call me like what if it's an emergency he's like no (laughs) like then why do you have this thing i'll call you i'm like for what (laughs) i'm 15 what am i gonna do yeah so man yeah like i remember having a pager in grade 12 Mm -hmm. i remember when pagers were big and then and then because my mom had just gotten a phone, so she gave me her pager for hmm. 10 bucks a month. Yeah. yeah. Who has a pager now? Doctors? That's about it. Yeah. Anyways. But just think about that in terms of knitting needles. How long did they have straights for? Forever. Yeah. And now it's circulars, it's magic loop, it's DPNs. Yeah. I wonder it's how crazy. they did socks. They must have always had DPNs. 
Well. But a cable needle? Like, to me, that seems, in air quotations, high tech. It's pretty high tech, for sure. You know, like, lots of people see you knitting <clears throat> with circulars, and it blows their minds. Yeah. Like, I'll do Magic Loop, and that'll blow the minds of some people who have never heard of Magic Loop. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, I'm knitting a sock. On that? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. They're like, but I always have to use DBNs. I'm like, oh, no, you don't. So think of how far cell phones have come in seven years. Yep. But how far knitting needles have probably come in the same time. Like, we've got... Oh, I'm using... Fi- turbo. I like ca- carbon fiber. Yeah. Knitting needles. Carbon fiber and... Uh, Whatever the, genius thought, about, thought that up was great. What's the really fancy one? Signatures. Signature. Oh, yeah. Signatures. Right? You know... You used to the high tech was plastic, yeah. you know, like it was state of the art anymore. was plastic, and now it's high tech materials. It is like carbon fiber. Don't they build like planes out of that Ooh, and like spacecraft and, and spacecraft stuff? And, <laughs> and here I am, I'm like woo. I don't know if they actually do spacecraft <laughs> out of carbon fiber, but it's pretty space age. Yeah, more so than just your your metal straight needles. Yeah, it's crazy. So, anyways, so. Yay! There we go! And ta-da! We brought it back to knitting! <laughs> yeah. I don't know that anybody else could have done that. Oh, no. Everything relates to knitting. Well, we're glad to be back, and hopefully we'll talk to you guys again soon. You can please join us at our blog, knittingastory.wordpress.com. Facebook at Knitting a Story. And Ravelry at Knitting a Story Podcast. I'm Jen's account. And I'm beloved of Bast. Have a great day. Talk to you soon.